Hello, Guitar Smarts listeners. This is an important announcement. Please don't skip ahead. We start this podcast with a special message. Way back in 2021, Guitar Smarts had the pleasure of interviewing the utterly fantastic Matt Long. Matt is a multiple award-winning British blues guitarist and lead singer of the British blues band Catfish and hard rock outfit The Revenant Ones. He joined us for episode number 20 and was a truly gracious guest who spoke about his career, his childhood, guitars and meetings his hero, Joe Bonamassa. Well, Matt needs your help. Through 2023, Matt has been undergoing treatment for bowel cancer, and his recent prognosis has meant that to extend his life and retain a chance of survival, he needs to seek private treatment outside of the NHS. Matt's family have set up a GoFundMe page that is linked in the Guitar Smarts link tree in the description of this podcast. And we at the Guitar Smarts podcast would like to invite each and every listener to consider donating towards this fund that could well save the life of one of the brightest guitar talents of our generation. Now is the time, folks. Head on over to the link in the description to find the GoFundMe page. Donate what you can. Your donation could save a life. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. I know. I kind of dipped a toe in, realised, oh, yeah, this is like quite nice, and then decided to go for a swim and then quickly realised that, yeah, yeah, there were monsters there. That, that, that That's it. It's like you, it's, you don't build a Lego set the same way you build a jigsaw. That's the difference, you know. Mm. There's wow. an analogy for you. I'm going to let that well, flow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think on that for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's going to stay with me, mostly because I'm dramatically unover that. <laughs> Greetings, welcome back to the Guitar Sports Podcast. Remember, if you're an everyday gigging guitarist, this is the podcast for you. Thanks for joining us for another podcast, the final episode of the year 2022. This week, we're talking about the past year gone by and the new year ahead of us. We think back and talk about the best new gear of 2022, money we've spent, new songs we've learned, gigs we've been to, and what we want and hope for in 2023. Come and see us on the Guitar Geek Hangout page on Facebook. Tell us what your hopes and desires are for the guitar endeavours in the coming year. We'd love to hear from you. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred podcast app. This way, you'll get alerts when a new podcast is released, and that means you won't miss the next show. Use the link tree in the description of this show to get to our Buy Me A Coffee page if you feel generous, and links to some of our Spotify playlists from previous episodes are in our link tree too. Come and see us on the socials, especially on the Guitar Geek Hangout page on Facebook. You can interact with Kieran and myself and many other guitar nerds just like us. And if you really want to support us, use the links to leave us a rating or a review. This is the best way to support us and it really helps us to grow. So one thing left to say, that's Happy New Year to you. We hope you've had a great year and we hope that you do have a great year ahead as well. We look forward to bringing more of the Guitar Smarts podcast to you this year. That's about enough from me. Let's get to it. Hey. Hey. It's apparently now is the time that my like little TP link home mesh thing decided yeah. to crash and just reboot itself. And I think yeah, the computer course, may be at fault. <laughs> but you know. Oh, <laughs> exactly never mind. Yet. Never mind. We're back. Anyway. We're back. Is there back. a delay? Say say yes when I say go. Go. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's the, I think we're okay. That was about a second. <laughs> Anyway, I'm here. I, I, I mean, it may be the audio that's delayed. It may just be me. I think I'm on about at least a two second delay today. Oh, generally. okay. So there's, there's, there's the in, inherent Kieran inbuilt Christmas party delay. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up feeling fine. I woke up feeling absolutely fine. And I do feel fine at the moment. But um, yeah. Just tired. Yeah, let's see. I'm a little bit fragile. Yeah, I went to bed about, uh, it's quite respectable, two Two in the morning, yeah, yeah. Uh, not too bad. Um, no, that's pretty respectable. Yeah, quite respectable, I thought. And I was very well behaved. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I didn't, I've, I've been on a health yeah. and fitness kick for the last few months or so. So yeah. um, I, I had a few drinks, but nothing, nothing too horrendous. So yeah, anyway. Good for you. At least you yeah. haven't destroyed your life like some people do at Christmas parties. You know, some people oh, just God. literally destroy oh. everything, don't they? Um, right. So anyway, Kieran, so technically... When this podcast goes out, it'll be just after Christmas. If I, if you know, if I've edited it and everything at the right time, it'll be going out on the twenty sixth, and that really means it's going to be the last podcast of the year. 
Uh, and the next one that we release after this will be it'll be 2023. We'll be looking forward to a new year. Um, and I thought mm-hmm. that this is probably uh, a good week for us to have the end of year chat, you know, let's talk about various <laughs> things, you know, like the, uh, you know, and I think actually you did make a list, but, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of take credit for it and pretend that I made the list. I didn't. Really. Yeah, we sure, thought man. we'd talk about sure. you <laughs> <laughs> best the best new gear that maybe we've tried or that we've bought, the what's the um, mm-hmm. best gear that we've actually bought, the best new song that we've learned was a good one that you put on the oh, yeah. best gig we went to, oh, yeah. resolutions and things for 2023. Um, let's let's take it apart. Let's 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 take twenty twenty two apart. And I think one of the places we should start is like last year because we kind of had the same conversation at the end of last year. If you remember, we were talking about resolutions and things that we wanted to achieve. And I wondered if you remembered things that you'd considered that you you know you you wanted to achieve or try or do this year. And I wondered if you wanted to comment on on how that's gone for you this year. <laughs> wow. I'm struggling to remember who I am today. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. That's deep. God, we've gone profound and deep early. No, but that's a really good question, Lee, because oftentimes, right, we set these resolutions generally, be it related to guitar stuff, be it related to health and fitness or family or whatever mm. it is. But how often do we go back and see if we actually achieve them, right? That's, I guess, the problem with a lot of resolutions is you start in earnest and then by January, February or whatever time, it's kind of fizzled out and you gave it a go, but it, it wasn't sustained. But actually, mm. and we've talked about this before on the podcast, just the virtue of you and I sitting down pretty in a disciplined way, right? Every week mm. and reflecting back on the previous week and what we said and then what yeah. we've got coming up next week has <clears throat> actually been amazing and something I just love doing with you because it creates this ongoing thing throughout the year where we're, mm. where you'll remind me of something that I've said I was going to do that I'd forgotten about or I'll, and, and vice versa. I'll ask you about, oh, well, how, how did that go that you were working on? And you're like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about it. So, yeah. um, so actually, I think, I think one, one of the things that I'm um, really kind of delighted about from, from, from this year is the fact that I think I have managed to, to at least stick to a lot of the resolutions that I made personally, um, professionally, guitar-wise, health-wise, um, because there's that, there's that sentiment, isn't there? If you, if, you, if you say it and keep talking about it and keep telling other people about it, then it's kind of out there and you've got to kind of make it happen. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you know, it's, it's, um, you're just kind of basically lying to yourself. So, well, one of the things was to get back, back out and gigging. Mm-hmm. with another band mm-hmm. um i had a bit of a rough ride with the band last year yeah i mean it was great to be out and gigging with them and it was it was it was a rock band that i really enjoyed the music with but yeah for a variety of reasons that band was not not the right f- for me and mm. and it kind of left me a little bit cold about where i saw my kind of non-professional gigging kind of weekend warrior lifestyle kind of going was I just going to stay at home and play and, and just not get out there and gig you know after the whole lockdown thing and then giving it a go and getting back out there with this band and then and then just really not not finding it a very healthy sustainable environment and and that was a lot to do with if I'm honest some of the people in that band mm-hmm. um and 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 how they how they like to work but then finding another band this year of people that I, I honestly I can't the, the last time I can remember being in a band where I genuinely liked the people and there was that kind of camaraderie and we looked out for each other but we also kind of took the music seriously and liked to refine and work on it and get it as good sounding as we as good sounding as sounding as good as we possibly could was was when you and I were in were in Roadrunner together many years ago and I, and I genuinely feel that with this group of, of musicians now that I'm gigging with um, called the Hot Fuzz. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've stuck to that resolution of getting myself out there, finding time to make it work, finding time to commit to a band, finding time to sit down and learn new material and arrangements and just the whole kind of, uh, I don't want to use the word hassle, but kind of discipline that it takes to, to be in a band as a team player and get out there and gigging. And I, and I'm only doing it two or three times a month, right? I'm not, mm. I'm not, I'm not a pro musician like some of the people that listen to this podcast and, and that I have the pleasure of playing with 
sometimes when I'm doing depth stuff, those guys, that's their career. It's, you know, so yeah. You're a weekend warrior, aren't you? I'm a weekend warrior. I'm very proud to be. Very, very proud to be so. So that's probably my first resolution is, (laughs) is I promised myself I wouldn't just hang up the guitar in terms of live gigging and I would force myself, find a new band and um, put in the work to be in that band. And Mm. that's going really well and I'm really enjoying it. And yeah, I feel very lucky and very blessed to have, to have that because yeah, it doesn't, it, it, you know, it doesn't yeah. come along. No, it know, really doesn't. Every day. It really doesn't just come along. It, it, that's a, you know, um, a, a lesser spotted thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is that, is that kind of situation in a band? I think it's probably more common to have the situation that you're in just before that, you know, yeah. um, and because people clash people, you know, people mm. in bands don't always see things from everyone else's point of view. Um, you know, creative people can often be difficult people. That's not to say that mm. that's true of everyone. It's certainly not true of everyone I've ever met who's a creative person. But I think, you know, band situations can often be fraught with character clashes and things like that. And I think to be in the situation you're in now with a band where you're all getting on great and you're all pulling in the same direction, that's fantastic. That's something to keep hold of as long as you can for, you know, for, for so many reasons, you know, not just for the sake of, being out there gigging mm. and playing music, but, you know, for your mental health, you know, for things that mm. are mm. important about, you know, just everyday life, having something to take the stresses away, something to, um, you know, have as a hobby and, and stuff. It's, it's really great. And chuffed to bits for you, man. I think that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, mate. And 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 some of it is luck more than judgment and just being in the right place at the right time and, 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 and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but it could have quite easily not happened or I could have just got... <laughs> it's very easy to get distracted and lazy I, for me with other stuff going on in my life and just go, oh, I, can't, I can't fit it in at the moment. But when you find a way to fit it in, at least again, for me, it enriches the other parts of my life. Exactly. Exactly. As you said that, you, mm. yeah, you, you phrased it perfectly. For, I probably hadn't, I probably hadn't appreciated it until you phrased it like that. But for my own mental health, it's, it's good exercise, gets me out of the house, gives me a, a new, friendship group that we all have a commonality in terms of wanting to create some music together. We have a laugh. We, mm. you know, we push each other to, to be better at, at our craft. It's, um, yeah, it's cool, man. It's really cool. Really cool. But how about you in terms of resolutions? There's so many things you and I discussed at the back end of last year. I remember there was, there was a variety of things from like rigs, uh, in terms of what equipment you were using, what you were thinking of of, of doing mm. with your with your gear, there was some guitars you wanted to work on. There was, I mean, you've been on this like really inspirational piece of like self development in terms of playing and pushing your own playing and learning new stuff and and getting back to challenging. I've you've done way better than I have this year at, at really pushing your your boundaries as a player. Um, do you, you know, how, how has that year been for you in, when you look back on all of those? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I did make a note about um, resolutions for 2023, but one of the ones that I'm going to come back to, which is uh, one of the, the big resolutions I kind of wanted to make for this year that I don't think I've done well at, at all, was all right. listening to music for music's sake. Um, and I, uh-huh. I, I've... I've I remember saying that the relationship I had with music in general, in listening to music, I thought was poor in the sense that I generally listen to music um, whilst doing something else. Like music is like a secondary, listening to something is like a secondary thing in whatever the moment is and whether that's when I'm Mm -hmm. working and I'm listening to something in the background or driving or whatever and what i th- what i thought was important to try and do this year was to segregate time in my schedule to listen to music as a primary thing to do um and i've tried to do that this year i've tried to be uh more focused on listening to music and you know and cho- you know listening to songs and albums and things i wanted to listen to and focusing on just the, on on kind of i'm here to listen to this i'm not doing something else but my problem is is that Generally speaking, I, at the moment, I only listen to music on either the computer or on my phone. So there's always this inherent distraction mm-hmm. built into the device I'm listening on. And I find oh, sometimes, I I'm, do you know I what I mean? See. I'm listening to something and I think, oh, that's great. I yeah. wonder if there's a live version. And then you can immediately go and try and find a live version on YouTube or 
oh, I kind of go, oh, I wonder <laughs> if there's a tab for that. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, inherent. My mind can't yeah. seem to shut off from yeah. having these 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 distractions that the music brings almost. And uh, yeah. so I kind of feel like I failed on that one this year in, in kind of listening to music for music's sake. But I do want to get better at it next year. Um, mm. But in terms of like continued learning and improvement and stuff, um, yeah, I'm kind of happy with, with, I think I'm a better guitarist now at the mm. end of this year than I was at the beginning mm. of the year. Mm. Uh, I feel like I've got more understanding. I think uh, one of the things I feel like I've done well this year is I've, I've learned to, um, I feel like I've learned to kind of visualize and navigate the guitar a little bit better from, you know, intervallically and mm-hmm. to understand how to kind of play and follow it. To, to follow, a, a, you know, the chord structure of a song and play in accordance with that chord structure. I've, I've basically tried to free myself from pentatonic shenanigans as much as possible, mm-hmm. you know, and try to mm-hmm. think more melodically, trying to think more about the, you know, the journey, the kind of the chords take you on in the song and trying to follow mm-hmm. that. And I, I, that's opened up my playing in, in a way. But at the moment, that's really centred around anything that's diatonic, anything that's major mm-hmm. scale orientated, anything that is, you know, just based around, um, you know, the major scale basically and the modes. And I feel like really comfortable around all of those things. But what I want to do more next year, I think in my playing is become more harmonic, become more harmonically aware. So and become more aware of sounds and things that aren't centric to the major scale and try and, I'm not saying become a jazz guitarist, but there's an element of that. There's an element of being able to feel a little bit more harmonically free. And, you know, and I think I'm going to start with trying to get to the same level of understanding of like the melodic minor scale and its modes mm-hmm. and the harmonic minor scale and its modes as I am with the major scale and its modes. Wow. Um, so it's going to take some doing. That's probably, you know, a few years work. But, I, you know, I that's that's kind of where I feel... I want to be with my guitar playing is that I, I want mm. to feel less restricted by mm. my own incapabilities. Mm. That's mm. all it is. Mm. Sorry to interrupt this conversation. However, if you've made it this far, you should definitely subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Go and do that now and come right back. I'll wait here. Hey, welcome back. Yeah. And also it's the thing of is, is, we spoke, you know, almost exactly to the year we spoke to Richard Shaw, you know, the former Cradle of Filth guitarist. And, yeah. and he spoke about being, you know, the four le- levels of competency, you know, about mm. being, you know, unconsciously incompetent and then being mm. consciously incompetent and then mm. being consciously mm. competent. And I'm trying to move things up through that kind of scale, if you like. I'm trying to recognize where I'm consciously competent and recognize where I'm consciously incompetent and mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I'm trying to trying to move those things that I recognize up through that scale. And mm-hmm. I think for mm-hmm. more for the most part, I you know, if it's blues scale stuff, if it's blues improvisation <laughs> and Clapton songs, I'm up there in un, you know, un, unconsciously competent, you know. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff where I'm where I'm consciously incompetent and stuff that I'm consciously competent at, which is, you know, is satisfying to a degree, but I want to get unconsciously competent. You know, it's like speaking, you know, I'm not really, not really aware of the thought process that's happening subconsciously when I talk to you. I just know that, you know what I mean? It's like speaking a language. When you're learning a language, you're kind of working hard to, to know everything until you get to a point where you don't have to even think about it. It's that little drop off at the end where you go, okay, I'm so good at this now that it's subconscious. It's now yeah, all exactly. it's computer code that's happening in the subconscious part of my brain, not the conscious part. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to take all this stuff I know and move it into the unconscious part and yeah. leave space for the to move stuff into the conscious part. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I totally know. I totally know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. And um, you know, I, I, I'm no no way no way near. Um, your level of like unlocking the fretboard and music theory and, and, and all of that. I, I, I can play, I know I can play, but you know, I, there's certain genres and certain things where I can just relax and enjoy it. And my head doesn't get in the way of overthinking what I'm trying to do because my, 
it's because I'm, it is like I'm speaking a language that I'm fluent in, in certain genres. And then there'll be other things where I'm sitting at home trying to academically figure it out, trying to under, trying to better understand what I'm doing, as you say, to be more aware, uh, what I'm doing and what effect that is creating. But if I try to replicate that in a live setting in that way, even if I feel like I grasp little elements of it at home, seeing it practicing, I can't do it in a live setting because there isn't that that window of space or that that time frame for me to think and then and then play. I mean, there is a little bit, but not but not in an enjoyable way. So often, you know, I just go mm. back to first principles and when I'm playing live of of, of the stuff I know and little happy accidents creep in and, you know, you get brave moments in the set list where you go, oh, I am actually going to consciously think about trying this and I'm going to try it and see if it works and hopefully it does and then sometimes it doesn't and you kind yeah. of... It's reaching that point of just... I mean, when you watch some of these incredible, like, players, I mean, I don't know, who springs to my... I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan per se of trying to emulate his playing, but I'm, I'm a huge fan of watching him play for this reason. Somebody like... Mm. Guthrie Govan, where you just you just watch him and you just go, well, it doesn't look like he's thinking at all about what he's doing, and yet what he is doing is so complex and so mm. rooted in in a, in a deep understanding that he's obviously just got it to a level where it's second nature. Yeah, um, I, I, I I don't know, I don't know if that's that's what you're what you're what you're trying to say, but that's kind of how I'm hearing it. Is is some of these things that you're hearing in your head becoming second nature rather than than uh, a locked exactly that it's uh, it's it's kind of you hear you want to hear in your you can kind of hear in your mind what it is you want to do i you'd agree you have those moments right let's mm. say whether you're playing live or at home mm. where you hear in your mind something that you want to be want to play whether it's something you know you can play or something that you can't we all have that ability to kind of hear music and our music is something that's the most amazing thing about music i think is that it's realised internally sometimes before it becomes mm. Mm. real. You know, that's mm. the deep thought of the mm. year. Maybe I don't know, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. I'll, I'll hum something if I'm coming up with a hook or a, a melody line or trying to just figure yeah. out a piece that somebody else has written. I'll, I'll hum it. Yeah. And I'll, well, I'll hear it in my head first, and then I'll try and vocalise it. Yeah. Um. Without before I even pick up a guitar, so I can just like tune into uh, well the key but also the intervals of the notes and then uh, then i try and replicate it with my with my fingers mm-hmm. and, and so you can do that in the car and you can do that walking and walking down the street and i do it when i'm swimming sometimes like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be swimming but i'll have these melodies going on in my head and i'm trying to just lock them yeah. in my head before Absolutely. i even start to play them so yeah i totally get that okay and that's that's the thing for me is for every bit of learning and self-improvement in my guitar playing that i want to make is all about removing the obstacles that for, that are that are always there mm. between my ability physically on the guitar and yeah. what i hear and yeah. those things that i hear in my mind I want, right. there's always something between, there's always a gap in capability or there's a gap in knowledge or a gap in something, something in the way, even, even just sometimes confidence, even just the lack of willingness to make, to fail doing the thing I can hear in my mind, right? When actually that's probably the most important thing to actually do. Failure mm. is, you know, there's, there's, that's the only route to getting better at anything is failure. Yeah. You yeah. know, and the people that, People that are successful in life are the people who uh, don't give up. You know, that's yeah. that's I, you know that's something I think I've come to realise this year is that people yeah. that 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 do well at things, people that are better musicians or any, any anything, businessmen, you know, mm. engineers, whatever it is, the people that do the most are the people that don't give up. Oh yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sure. And, yeah, and I think completely. that's. That's something that I'm kind of, you know, realizing this year is that um, I just want to make sure I'm always learning and getting towards that point of being able to. And it's not that I want to be some kind of Guthrie Govan guitarist, like you said, but one thing that, you know, you certainly see when you watch him play is you're right. He's not thinking about all those crazy things he's doing, but you can tell he's thinking about certain things moment to moment. Mm. how he might mm. resolve some crazy run that he does mm. or how he might come back to some kind of motif instead of some blues thing that he's doing. You know, the, 
he, he's thinking about things from moment to moment and how he gets from moment to moment is unrestricted. That's the thing, yes. that, yeah, you yeah. know, that he can throttle up at any time yeah. is I don't have to think about this because actually when you play with the capability he has, he probably plays quicker and faster than the human brain almost has the ability to think about anyway. It right? would certainly seem that. <laughs> that's why yeah, I that's go, right. he can't be thinking about it. So like, it almost, it's no almost time. like the, the thinking of it has to happen in his hand because he's playing faster yeah. than the electrical yeah. impulses can get yeah. to his brain and back or something. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing I guess you're getting to. It's like you start thinking more about, I, I always come back to the analogy of talking. You know, one of the reasons I think I've come to realise over the years that music theory is important and it's easy for people to dismiss music theory, and I, I don't necessarily think that's wrong if the, if it's not important to you. But it's analogous to me to being able to talk and learn to talk when you're a child. We we all mm-hmm. as kids learn to speak, but we before we learn to read and before we learn to write. But yeah. if you want to be able to read and write, you have to learn to read and write. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't mm-hmm. talk to someone. Sure, but you're going to be able to you know, communicate better with the world and people around you in a million different ways if you learn how to read and write. And for me, it's the same with music. We, we can all go to, you know, we can all enjoy music and enjoy playing guitar for, you know, for the entirety of our lives without dissatisfaction if we never learn music theory. But mm. you are, you know, the, the world, it will open up to you as you kind of learn things that you think are unnecessary i think I, that's the way i see it anyway you know it's kind of like it goes hand in hand it's it's you know it's 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 going to improve your 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 kind of the, the horizons that you know and the things that are available to you as a musician if you learn those things and i guess i kind of want to just you know be open to learning all those things and so yeah 2023 for me is going to be about that continued learning continuing to try and you know improve what i know as well as what i can do and um and and that's you know that's that's really it for me. So coming out of twenty twenty two, I want to get you know I want to you know carry on listening to music for music's sake. Um, but one of the other things I wanted to mention as well is uh, the big resolution for twenty twenty three is one of the things I've been doing this year uh, as I've been practicing stuff is um, one of the things I've struggled with is is I've not been able to find things like backing tracks or um, you know material that I can listen to and practice guitar over. So what I've been doing is making my own. And mm. I've kind of made mm. three or four so far. Some stuff's pretty rubbish. Some stuff's, I think, good. And it's been fun making them. And so one of the things for 2023 is I'm going to create a Guitar Smarts product of backing track that are going to be available, oh, hopefully yes. kind of by the summer, something like that. Because it takes time. Yeah, you know, it takes time to do it, especially when you've got yeah. a day job. But... um. Yeah. Uh, and what it's going to be is going to be a collection of backing tracks, and some of them are going to be functional, some of them are going to be uh-huh. non-functional. And what I mean uh-huh. by that is some of them are just going to be non-functional tracks, so they're just going to be hopefully fun musical tracks yeah. to just jam over, whatever. Great. You can just, just to kind of fun. There's no real reason for the track over there. It'll be in a key, <laughs> and you can practice playing over it. And some of them are going to be more functional, and by that I mean that there's going to be like a specific purpose as to what to practice over it so for example one of the tracks i'm going to do is just going to be like a power chord vamp so it's not going to be anything more than like the root and the fifth you know just as a power chord would be and the reason for that is is so you can kind of play the different scale choices or you know you could Mm -hmm. play a major Mm -hmm. scale over it you could play Mm -hmm. you know a minor scale you could play like a lydian scale it wouldn't matter except for the except for something that's got a flat five in it or Mm -hmm. But there's things like that. And then there's going to be, I want to do something where we do like rolling minor third key changes because that, you know, is, is, is something to practice targeting. Your, so you can solo knowing that a key change is coming up and then trying to make sure your solo resolves naturally. So things like that. Some, you know, one of them backing tracks is going to be specifically targeting like the Lydian mode so that you can practice mm-hmm. playing Lydian, just things like that. So there'll be some just just fun backing tracks, do whatever you want, and some that are going to specifically target certain functions, so functional and non-functional stuff. And I kind of want to aim to have about 10 tracks done by the summer, and then we'll make them available to, to you know, Guitar Smarts listeners and everyone to download yeah. and, and, you know, boost maybe some tabs to go along with them and some scale shapes and things just to... And I kind of 
what I kind of see it as is like a like it's it's going to be like the session guitarist's workout kind of mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You know, like what would Steve Lukather do? That's maybe what you can <laughs> think. Whenever you're playing these tracks, you just think. That's a question you ask yourself with everything, isn't it? Well, most days, yeah. When I pick up the guitar, you know, when I make dinner, everything. Toast, you know. yeah. <laughs> How would Steve Luke at the butter this time? Mm. <laughs> that's it. So yeah, I guess that's that's uh, that's that's it for me. You know, my terms of my resolutions. Oh, wow. You know, this year I feel like has been a good progress. Maybe not as much as I thought, but I'm looking forward to. I feel more focused. If I, you know, if anything. I feel like if I if I've not progressed as much as I wanted to, I feel like I know better what I want to progress on as we go into the next year. And that's a mate. That's super clear. That's 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 crystal clear. I mean, there's there's so much I love about what you've just said. I mean, but but fundamental thing that really resonated with me. I'm not sure I could say the same. Um, was where you said you feel that you're a better guitarist this year than you were the previous year, and that's a small statement, but it's a big. There's a, there's a big thing that sits underneath that. And you're a very humble, self-deprecating guy. So I know you wouldn't say that unless you genuinely felt it. And, 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 and you, don't, you don't brag about anything. You, that's just you making a statement of fact. And I'm, and I'm so pleased that, that you, can, you can say that and recognise that, which is, which is really cool. But then next year, I'm super, super excited about these backing tracks because you've told me for a little while that you're working on these. And again, because you are uh you know quite quite humble in your in your way you put stuff together i i know you won't want to want to put something out there that you're not not entirely happy with um but the fact that we're going to be able to share these with our listening audience with the guitar geek hangout our little group on on uh, facebook and with the guitar smarts listening audience and genuinely like right if 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 our listeners haven't got the vibe yet of this podcast um or you're you're new to listening, like this is this is your safe place. There is no judgment here. That's Literally, right. we, we take the piss out of ourselves. We take the piss out of the people, but none of it is with malicious intent. Or you know, we don't no. profess to be to be anything that that we're not. Right, and we just learn. We just like to learn and know what you know that we've got so much to still learn. So. I think this is great. We'll we'll do some some recordings of ourselves playing on this for sure, I, I, and and we'll put them out there. And then, how wonderful would it be if some of our listeners did the same? And just, mm. um, you know, we can we can help each other out. And uh, but yeah. m- most importantly, I think I think it's just going to be really good fun. I think it's good. I think it's going to be super fun. I know I know there's a very academic and and or and kind of teaching element to to, to part of this, but. Um, I think it's just going to be really good fun just to see what people come up with, uh, mm. you know, and just hearing mm. how different people approach approach these things. So, I, yeah, I agree. That's going to be cool. That's Actually, be one cool. of the things I, I should add is that one of the things I want to do as well this year, you kind, of, you kind of touched upon it, is I want to put more of me playing guitar on my social media. Mm. Mm. Not because mm. I'm trying to raise any kind of social media um, profile. That's not, not important to me or a desire, but... I'm kind of ringing back. Do you remember when we interviewed Matt Lake? Um, you know, way back year before last, I think it was, and something stuck with me um, ever since we spoke to yeah. him, which is when he, he said it was so important to record yourself mm. playing guitar mm. uh, every so often so that you can look back over those videos and yeah. you can see your progress. It's so important to see your progress. And also there's an accountability mm. factor as well, mm. where mm. if you kind of... You know, if you post those videos and if you kind of tell yourself that you're going to, you're going to track these things, but make them available to see so that you're accountable for the progress you're making. Um, I think that might be part of the key to speeding up, you know, my progress as a guitarist next year is trying to maybe make, make myself a bit more accountable for, you know, the, the progress I'm trying to make and make it, you know, visible for me to see, um, so that I can go, Oh, I have really got better at that, even if I didn't realise it, because here's a video from six months ago and I was terrible at that and now I'm better and I hadn't maybe noticed the improvement myself. And, um, you know, I really appreciate Matt Lake sharing that um, advice way back when he was on the show. We need to get him back on to have yeah, a chat yeah, about various things, which I know we, we 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 were trying to do this year. Like, uh, things haven't quite lined up right, but um, it'd be really great to get him back on because, you know, he's mm, a fantastic... He's keen. He's really keen to come back player. on. And he's, he's yeah, he's, he teaches my kids guitar. Uh, mm. They're making some real progress. There's some, there's some 
particularly with my eldest in the last few weeks, there's just been some moments where um, it's, you can see like some step changes happening in his, in his playing and like he's, he's a beginner. Of course he's mm. a beginner. And Matt, and Matt has this wonderful like conversation with me where we're like, this isn't about like, you know, trying to get him to be the next Steve Vai. This is just about getting the principles and the basics and the, and, and, and him enjoying it and having fun so that this foundational stuff is there because mm. then when he gets to kind of, you know, a few years down the line, it's, it's all going to be the, the, the the bedrock is there, you know, mm. he's, he's done this, but I will, you know, just in the last couple of weeks, both my kids that Matt teaches, particularly my eldest kind of nine years old now, really starting to embrace guitar playing and wanting to play every day mm-hmm. off his own like decision. And that's how he, want, he wants to use his free time. And he wants to listen to more music and he just wants to sit and absorb music and devour it. He's got the best flipping music taste ever. It's amazing. Well, because Matt's teaching him stuff. I'm yeah. giving him stuff. <laughs> Uncle Damien gives him stuff. Amazing. And it's just like, he's just like becoming this little melting pot of like stuff. You know, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that it's really awesome. cool, man. It's really cool. So yeah, we need to get Matt back on. We for do. sure. For sure. So uh, cool, what man. about um, um, 2023 for you? What are you looking yeah. at? Are you going to, any, any specific thoughts, desires, ambitions? Yeah, de- definitely. Well, I mean, it, it, again, I'm going to come back to that statement that you said is I, I want to be able to say unequivocally uh, in, in 12 months time that I am a better guitarist than I, than I was here and now. And, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not as humble and, mm-hmm. and, and self-deprecating as you, which is probably the reason why I don't push myself far enough. Like if mm-hmm. I can wail over a blues track or go out and play in a, in a, in a, in a rock band or, or do a, a decent covers gig, and plays a few solos and people come up to me and go, that was brilliant. That kind of is enough of a positive feedback loop for me to go, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my playing. But really, if I sat down and, and thought about it, there's so much I'm not happy that I can't yet do in terms of theoretical understanding and mm. composition and kind of, you know, learning that language that is music in a more... Mm. Uh, rapid way i find it difficult to learn stuff as i get older and partly because i've reached a certain level of playing where it's easy for me to just go and noodle off and, and do something that i already know how to do um, <laughs> it's the temptation yeah oh, man, it's constant it? you know it's just <laughs> you get it so i think it's trying to get out of my own way and and actually step through that door about embracing learning more and i started it particularly in lockdown when you and I were chatting and I bought some theory books and I spoke to Matt Lake about it and mm. I spoke to Damien about it and I spoke to you about it and all of you guys were super helpful at dropping me little bits mm. of tips and tricks. You were recording little video clips for me, trying to help explain modes to me in a way that I could get and Matt Lake was sending me little bits of pieces around like here's how to really kind of unlock some of the bits of the fretboard that might be might be a, a, a evading you. Or... So, you know, and I started to make progress and I started to unlock some of this stuff. And then I kind of scared myself a little bit by, because I was just like, oh, I'm starting to understand some things now. And it's making me realize that I, how much I really don't understand. <laughs> it's like, I want to go back to my kind of yeah. oblivious, happy accident <laughs> place, which is just like. I, you weren't ready I, for these powers. Is that what it no, was? You kind of- <laughs> no, literally, I like tasted it and I was like, oh. Oh, there I I get I can see, yeah. and then and then I went went and 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 foolishly watched a bunch of like Rick Beato videos, and then literally just went run run run, run away, away run away just, just run away. This is you are not ready. You yeah. are you are really not ready. Uh, so yeah, so I'll, I will keep. I will. I will. <laughs> overstimulated yourself a little bit. I, th- I think it was that's a little bit. You just yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah, you, you opened bit. the floodgates too soon. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah, you yeah. gotta let it trickle through. Not don't yeah. don't open the gates fully. Just just peek. Just keep peeking yeah. around the corner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's the way. I know. I know. I kind of dipped a toe in, realized, oh yeah, this is like quite nice, and then decided to go for a swim, and then quickly realized that yeah, yeah. There were monsters there. That, that, that that's it. It's like you, from. It's, you don't build a Lego set the same way you build a jigsaw. That's the difference. You know, mm. there's wow. an analogy for you. I'm going to let that. Well, fly I, I'm, I'm going to think. I'm going to think on that for the rest of the day. <laughs> that's going to stay with me, mostly because I'm dramatically unknown. <laughs> <laughs> 
You get what I mean, though, right? Do I have to explain to people? No, you don't have to. No, no, don't explain that. That's the point of that, is I need to find my own explanation within that. And then, then, Grasshopper, I will be enlightened. Like, once I understand that, Uh, then... Then, then I'm ready. Then I'm ready. So before you go back to that theory book, Kieran, go yeah. away and think think on this statement. And when when you understand that statement, I'm going to start coming up with ready. really random, nonsensical <laughs> statements. <laughs> no, and just, just just to throw at you to see, so, so you can kind of you can grapple with the thing of does he mean this, or is this just intended to throw me? You know. Yeah. You can so easily do that, man. You, with me, yeah. I know you can. I literally hang on your your words of wisdom, That's and it. so you can totally play with my brain with some That's of it. these ones. Yeah. Why yeah. tie your shoelaces with both hands if you can do it with just one? <laughs> oh, this is messing with my head. This is yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the point. Uh, so yeah, look. Uh, other than learning to tie my shoelaces with one hand, and um, that one was uh, nonsense, by the way. No, no, just that one was that, nonsense. That, yeah, that. exactly. Just, just do it with two hands; it's easier. Or just buy like Velcro shoes <laughs> and, and, make, and make it just get slip-ons. <laughs> exactly. Where we're going, no, Matthew? It. There are no shoes. Pentatonic <laughs> scale is the slip-on of the guitar world. <laughs> oh, it really is. It really is. That's a comfortable pair of slippers, right there. Where are we going um, with this? I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. We were going to 2023, but I. But I think. I think also. Let's just find out what happens when we get there, man. Because yeah. because um, like oftentimes, I think, and this is some of my reflections on 2022. The whole post-COVID thing, opening myself up to new experiences, and just going with the flow, and just doing stuff, and saying yes to more stuff, um, has just been fun in 2022, mm. and it's led me down like with guitar and. Um, like discovering new music and stuff. It's just led me to a place of, of fun. And so whilst mm. I think it's nice to set these resolutions and, and, and keep each other true to them and talk about it on the podcast and stuff, some of the, some of the best moments from 2022 have been like the surprise moments, like the things that have just happened where we've mm. just gone, wow, that was brilliant. You know, uh, the, the King King gig, for example, that was a yeah. spontaneous thing that we went to and we did a whole episode on that. So we won't go back over it again, but but that was one of my highlights from from this year. Oh, for sure, um, me too. Going and seeing Guns N' Roses, like f- it, with the near original lineup, for me was like one of my bucket list childhood dream moments, and and it was everything I mm. wanted it to be in many ways. But then being totally taken by surprise that the opening act was Gary Clark Jr., who literally just had the best guitar tone, the most gorgeous three three five. Uh, guitar and and rinsed like the blues just in a way that just left me just yeah broken in a in a good way um <laughs> not, not like broken how i am today <laughs> but yeah that, that was that was too much spice rum last night but yeah little surprise moments like that finding that guitar that when we went to the guitar show we finally went got to the guitar show and then yeah. you know guitar safari fail turned into a guitar safari like success and i found this guitar that i'm going to give to my kid and just little little things like that that have happened throughout the year which uh which have just been fun playing in this band you know depping doing some dep gigs for damien and his band just little just just saying yes to doing stuff you know has taken me to, 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 to different to different places and so i'm already looking at my calendar for 2022 Mate, it's pretty amazing. I feel quite blessed that actually all the book books are opening and stuff for next year with venues and clubs and stuff. Mm. So uh, we're, I think we're pretty much now already two gigs a month, some months three gigs already for next year. Mm. And we've got a couple of nice little slots where we can take holidays and stuff with the family and leaving some space for some wedding gigs and stuff to drop in. So, so my diary is kind of filling up. I've also started blocking out some weekends where I know there's not a gig and I'm going to keep those free, mm. but to do stuff like you and I will go out and do something, find it, you know, go on guitar safari or go and watch a gig somewhere or mm. know, show. go to a guitar show. Just, just keep some, yeah. some time free just to, to, and then I'm going to look for stuff yeah. that's coming up and fill my, fill my diary with some cool stuff that will just, you know, uh, Hey, I tell you what I do want to do. Here's one that's just come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure I told you this, but it, but it was towards the end of the guitar show as we were, as we were going home. But 
um, Crimson Guitars and uh, Ben from Crimson Guitars um, mm-hmm. kindly said, look, um, c- come down, come and pay us a visit and yeah. come have a look. And because I was telling him I want to go on his um, Lethia course and I was telling him, you know, how much I love using his product um, for some of the guitar tech stuff I do. And he said, well, whenever you want to do the course, give me, give me a ring. Super friendly, lovely guy to meet in person, if, if albeit just very briefly at the guitar show. But he also said, just come down and, and, mm. and come and check out uh, the, the stuff. We made a lot of contacts this year um, mm. that we mm. need to follow up on. So Crimson Guitars, some of the, some of the luthiers that we met at the guitar show have, have yeah. said to, to come, and, come and get on the podcast. Um, couple of uh, guitar shop and and pedal makers and stuff that I met That's right, out, yeah. out and about have invited have said they'd love to do a slot on the show so actually um yeah we need we need to get ourselves organized because actually there's some great show content coming up from connections we've made this year all of whom are interested mm. on on coming on the show and having a chat with us so so that's that's something um I need to yeah, get on for to sure. um get some get some people booked in yeah man what a year. That's, that's what awesome. Year. I mean, well, let's, let's, let's wrap up on a couple of things then. Um, yeah. Like, we haven't talked about gear yet. You know, what's mm, the best, what's mm. our favourite gear of the year? And if mm-hmm. we've got any gear acquisition, you know, um, intentions for 2023. Um, but what, what do you think has been the best thing or, what, you know, the best new gear that's come out this year? Or what's been impactful for you? Wow, that's a that's a big question. Isn't it? What's been impactful for me gear wise? So I think there are, and I've tried some. I think there's some really fantastic like amps and modelling stuff coming out that I've that I've been able to try bits of. I haven't bought any of it because you know mm-hmm. I'm still sticking with my my traditional rig. Mm-hmm. But I think there is some some stuff now that is that is coming out, which is becoming really affordable and really pushing the boundaries of the tone that you can get. Uh, the Spark Amp, for one, for me, that was this mm. year, earlier this, right at the beginning of this year. Um, great, great piece of gear that I'm, that I'm really enjoying playing and, and, and messing around with. The amount of cheap pedals now that are out there that are actually producing some really great, great mm. tone is, is, and ever was it thus, there was always pedals and, and stuff to buy, but... I think now the price points of some of these pedals coming out is just fantastic. Um, I don't, my clone clone wasn't this year, my, my wish clone, but that's, that's one of the best things that I've ever bought. I freaking love that. That, that pedal is just so cool, man. It's just so cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I would struggle to pick one, one piece of gear that's come out this year that I think is the standout thing for me if i if i'm honest there's 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 so much um i haven't transformed my rig this year though in the in the way that you have mm. for, for me this year has been about me consolidating the gear that i use not not necessarily buying as much although i have bought a few pieces this year um i think the guitars i've bought have been for other people i don't think i've actually bought myself any guitars this year i went through a bait of buying more guitars last year but, yeah yeah the talk eyes um, were last year weren't they the Tokai's were last yeah. year, so I've just been playing those and enjoying those, and really consolidating what's on my pedal board and mm. um, and refining that. Uh, my pedal that I've been that I've become really more familiar with this year, and it's been a bit of a it was a bit of a battle, I must say, originally to find the right place for it in my board, but now I'm really enjoying playing it, and that's the um, uh STO overdrive the um the way huge one that you recommended to my yeah. wife La- you recommended it to her last year and and it was my birthday present last year but i hadn't really put it on the board until this year mm. but i've been gigging it all this year and really really enjoyed it a lot um so yeah that's probably one of my one of my favorite bits of gear this year um the 1991 uh pedal that's yeah. that's been really cool. I've had a little play with that now. It is it is a little Pearl Jam pedal in a box. It's really cool. It's a lot Fantastic. of fun. it's a lot of fun, and it's not a lot of money. That was that was yeah. That was some some really fun stuff. Um, but <laughs> what about you? For, in terms of gear, you've you've gone fully transformational this year. Yeah, man. I'm still all all about the digital. You know, I mean, I'm yeah, still loving that. Don't forget the other major thing for me this year was I 
I turned 40 and I treated you myself did. to <gasps> two new you guitars. Yeah. You know, I got the Gretsch. You know, I got you the did. beautiful Gretsch, you know, G56 22T in Georgia Green, which, yeah. you know, I still absolutely adore that guitar. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also got myself um, a really cool Squire um, limited edition model, Esquire, mm. Uh, mm. which is, you know, so it's the Esquire, so it's the single pickup, but mm. it's on like a 60s style telly. So it's not a guitar Fender ever made. So it's kind of one of those special mm. run you know, kind of what if kind of guitars, limited edition. Yeah. So it's got like a bound body, uh, but it's an Esquire. Um, it's nice. Interestingly, I actually took the pick card off it the other day because I was like, I wonder if it's rooted for a net pickup, and it isn't. Oh, yes. Which is a shame because okay. I kind of thought if it's if it's rooted for a net pickup, I could actually just get a new pick guard for it with a net pickup yeah. in, and then whenever yeah, I want, sure. I can just quickly chuck that in. I could yeah. even put in like some uh, captive screw connectors inside, so I never have to unsolder the pickup. I could just screw mm-hmm. the pickup connections in and then I can interchange that pick guard if I ever want it to be a tally. But no, it's not routed for a or routed as our American friends might say. Um, you could get it routed. It's not it's I not could. it's not it's not I might and I might issue. do to be fair. I might do it at some yeah. point as a project so that I can potentially, you know, make it a tally but still keep it. And one of the things I'd like to do with that guitar is get a different pickup for it because I I do love the sound and, and feel of that. Um mm. Mm. But I'd love it if the if the pickup that it has, because it's a single pickup, was just a little bit more kind of woody sounding, maybe a bit mm. darker, a bit fuller, mm. a bit more like a, a vintage pickup. Um, right. That's something I'll probably look into next year, um, try okay. and audition some pickups maybe, see what Iron Gear have got, um, look at yeah. some other local, like Allegree and people like that, maybe get something yeah. custom made by those guys. Um, yeah. So that the, the best gear for me that I've actually bought has been those guitars, you know, which I've yeah. just, you know, which have been on my list for years to get as well. Mm. So mm. not just enjoying playing guitars, but nice to finally kind of have them in my possession. But and this is going to make you laugh because my favorite gear um, thing that's happened this year, you know, in the industry has been the firmware update to 3.5 on the Helix. <laughs> I know it has. <laughs> you were so excited about that firmware update. Well, no, it's just I, it kind of you know, one of the things that that surprised me about when I became a Helix owner is I actually never knew, and it makes total sense because this is the same with everything else you know that I'm mm, used to mm. in the industry I work in and other things to do with software. Is the great thing about the Helix is when you buy a Helix, even though it came out onto the market seven years ago, pretty much. Mm. You're mm. not buying a seven-year-old thing. Mm. It's mm. The, the all the sounds, all the capability comes from the firmware, and the firmware is updated yearly, maybe twice a year, sometime. Yeah, and that doesn't just mean make some bug improvements or some usability mm. things. It's that mm. sometimes they're adding new effects. And this three point mm. five version of software that came out a month or so ago. It's got new speaker IRs. It's got an entirely different cabinet modeling workflow. It's got new effects just got a more high fidelity sound now. Wow. And I thought a testament to how much better it, the Helix now sounds is that I spoke to Rory Harvey about it, who's a mm-hmm. Helix user as well. And um, and his guitar rig for when he's using the Helix is, um, he actually uses a Strymon Iridium mm-hmm. for these guitar sound because he said that's a more natural and amp sounding um, sound that he wanted than what he was getting out of the Helix stomp. And he was using the Helix for the... For the for everything else, and he's he's he said now that that update is good enough that now he no longer needs the Strymon Iridium to be Great. the amp sound. He said it's the first time he's felt that the amp sound is from the Helix is now that's that's it. That's all you need now. So we're getting to a point now where I think DSP bass guitar sounds like this from the Helix. The software and the modeling is now getting so good that mm. um, there's there's really minimal difference now between a traditional rig and that. Providing you can recreate the sound in the room sure. well enough, yeah. I so agree. that's been the most exciting thing for me. Um, obviously, the PRS Silver Sky SE was exciting at the beginning of the at the beginning of 2023. I don't know if you saw what I showed with you yesterday. Um, they're bringing out a PRS SE DGT, so the David yeah. Grissom guitar yeah. that's been a mainstay of the core range for. 20 mm. years maybe, mm. based on the on the McCarthy model with some interesting tweaks. It's mm. got a scale length that I think is just between Fender and Gibson. Mm. It's basically mm. like a Les Paul, but with the, con- with the control configuration and 
and you know layout that you'd expect from a strat. And a lot of people, if you go online, you speak to or you see videos of people that own DGTs out of a mm-hmm. out of multiple PRSs. A lot of them say that that's like the ultimate PRS. The DGT mm. is the perfect guitar. Mm. And they're doing an SE version, and that's going to yeah. be coming out next year. They've just announced. I'm super excited about that. That might be that. That genuinely could be the best thousand pound guitar on the market if they get it right. Um, so I'm really, really excited to see what that guitar is next year. Mm. Mm. I, I love your optimism. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 no, I, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. I, 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 um, I've yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been I've been let down a little bit. I think by my own level of expectation versus mm. reality. They are good guitars, the Silver Sky guitars. They're just not... I bought too much into the marketing hype behind them, I think, and forgot wow. basic basic first principles, which every guitar is different. You will get good yeah. ones and you will get duff ones and be prepared for that. I expected... I, I don't know what I well, I expected something magical and what I got was something basic and 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 okay so yeah may, maybe the dgt will be well, different who knows but at the end of the day a guitar they're all individual just you got to try them out you got to play them and when you connect with mm. one then you know that that's the guitar right and yes mm. you can tweak setup and all of those things but you know go out try it and and, and see what it's like that's what i want to do in 2023 i feel like i'm hankering for another guitar i can feel it I don't need it. I don't want it. I <laughs> know oh, I do want it. Hold on a minute. Okay. I have that same problem with biscuits. <laughs> it, well, yeah, yeah. If only guitars cost the same as biscuit tape. Can you yeah, imagine? No, there you go. <laughs> some of them do. Guitars. Some of some of them do. I mean, that 180 quid Harley Benton. That that yeah, that's just ridiculous amounts. No, but I want to. I want to. I want to buy something that. I, I, oh, and our, and our dear friend and an avid listener of the show, Mr. Damien Lodrick, again, he gets a lot oh, of Oh, yes, yes. And well-deserved so. But uh, this may, I don't know, maybe this is influencing my desire for a newer guitar, but he's he's bought a Clapton signature Blackie Strat and a brand-new uh, Luke. Yes, a brand-new uh, Luke, which, uh, which I, I think we described as swine pink didn't we <laughs> yeah oh it's well so there, beautiful man. yeah it's so beautiful <laughs> it's so it's so beautiful but yeah i mean both of those guitars in this in 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 the space of you know a couple of months wow wow yeah maybe yeah. that's what's feeding in feeding into it but i tell you what i haven't tried the luke yet i will get to try it soon but that clapton strat is, is the thing of yeah. beauty. that luke he's so. bought he sent he sent me some pictures of it because I assume he knew it would, uh, I'd be delighted. I told him to. I told him to. He, he sent them to me and I went, you've got to send this to Matt Oliver. You've got I, to. And he said, I, I, I will. Chuffed. <laughs> I, I'm chuffed. I'm chuffed for it. I'm absolutely chuffed off for him. I genuinely yeah. am. But my God, yeah. I, the jealousy. I, <laughs> I was I just like, oh, I saw, that might be the sexiest guitar ever. Yeah. In that finish, mm. that kind of, you know, that, mm. that sparkle finish. Yeah. What a guitar! What a perfect yeah. instrument that is. That yeah. that music man Luke. I was so chuffed for him that he's that he's got the real deal music yeah. man Luke. But man, I want to I want to play one so badly. I just yeah. want to know what it's like to play a music man Luke. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, well there you go. Twenty twenty three. Some more guitar safari. Some more hunting for yeah. the elusive beast that just floats our our boat and. Gets us all excited. Yeah. We've got some. We've both got some lovely guitars now, but I don't think that quest ever ends. And I'm really enjoying going into guitar shops and looking at stuff and trying stuff. But mm. I must say, the bar the bar is now pretty high for me to to want to buy something because I've got some really nice guitars that I enjoy playing. So now it's a case of I don't really need anything. So it, the next thing I buy, it will be because I play it and I connect with it and I just I lust after it and and I want it. I think that hasn't happened for a long time. I don't. I don't know why. I haven't fallen out of love with guitars. Mm. I love them. I love to look at them. I love my guitars that I've got. But yeah, for a little while now. I know what you now, should do. I know what you on. should do. Go on, um, tell me. I think let's let's say you know a man of your playing caliber and uh, which is very high, by the way, uh, and capability, yeah. and somebody yeah. who 
uh, knows instruments as well as as well as you do, and uh, and deserves to play a fantastic instrument. Well, let's let's say you had a couple of grand to spend on something, you know, like you know, like a uh, you know, like a Luke, you know, like a, yeah, it's just yeah. a good few grands worth of a guitar. Do you know? What I think you oh, should do that money instead. Hmm. I think you should go and do Crimson Guitar Building Course for that yeah. amount of money that allows you to yeah. actually build yeah. the instrument in your mind that and build yeah. it to the quality that nobody else can. Maybe that's yeah. what you should. Do. I'm not saying that yeah. should be, but actually, I know that there's a luthier inside you waiting to come out <laughs> at some point. So that sounded terrible. You know what I mean? It sounded, it sounded painful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, there's I a do, luthier definitely. inside you waiting to come out at some point, and yeah. um, uh, I think you should let him out. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I think you should. You let should. My you're a fantastic. Out of the yeah, yeah, you're a fantastic guitar tech. You built a superb Strat yeah. years ago. That's you know you 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 do wonders with guitars, and I think you should you know do some more. You should stretch that muscle. Yeah, do you know what, mate? I mean, that is that is my exit plan from from my day job and all of that which I love you know I, lo- I love what I do and, and the balance of everything but I've I've spoken a lot you know with my wife and stuff about what I ultimately want to do and that is uh and yeah shout out to Big Ray who is who is definitely gone down this route I want to uh, you know find a nice little place get a workshop set up and you know have a stream of income and also just build guitars right that yeah. to me is is my idea of, of uh you know a life fulfilled mm. to be able to create something like that. So yeah, that is the next step really. I need to, I need to get myself on, on that proper Luthier course and, um, and make, make that dream happen. That's not going to happen in 2023, but the neck it's got to be about incremental steps, right? In the exactly same way that, that you talked about the next thing that I'd like to do to yeah. get to the next level, you know, it's all a journey, but got to keep go- going on that journey. Um, you got to think about the brick, not the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, done it again. <laughs> that's done it. it again. <laughs> oh, that's it. I think that's right. I, I can't go any further than that's that. It. <laughs> <laughs> well said, my friend. Well said. Well said. I'm looking forward to next year. I Me really too. am. I really it's going to be great. We've got some cool stuff. More, more guitars will be bought. More, more exciting podcast guests to come. Your backing tracks. Yeah. Me taking a step further towards a career in Luthery. Wow. Have we just made some We have made some plans. Yeah. And I tell you something else we should do this year in 2023 is yeah. when we go to a guitar show, maybe we should right. actually get ourselves a table at a guitar show and actually do uh, do a podcast from the show itself. Have our own table where we can speak and record all day and invite other people from the guitar show to come and talk to us and Give a platform yeah. for other people to come and and and, uh, and make people aware of the work they do because we saw some amazing mm. luthiers with some amazing skills that I'd never heard of. Um, yeah, that deserve to. So it'd be good to do that as well. Is, um, we had some great conversations, didn't we? That that we both you and I were thinking, wow, we could have just recorded that conversation. Absolutely, and, um, the day so, was full of them. And I think yeah. we should we should do that this year. We'll go yeah, to the next London that. guitar show and yeah. we'll plan to podcast from the show. Nice. So many plans so for next year. Plans. I know. Mate, there we go. There we go. <laughs> We've done it. That's two years. And, and actually, we should say a huge thank you to anybody that's listened to any of our podcasts because we're oh, two, yeah. pretty much two years in now, you know, and, um, and we've had, you know, we've had the best part of 25,000 downloads. You know, we have, we have a, a, a really great but niche following, which is awesome. And, um, you know, long may it continue to grow because I certainly still enjoy you know having these conversations week in week out with you, mate. I think it's it's oh. uh, it's I I've, maybe I maybe I need it more than I realise. You know, I think mm. that's one of the things to having these conversations with you every week. Um, it's been really helpful as well as something fun to do. Well, there's no there's no um, it's not a chore on my part, mate. It's an absolute pleasure. <laughs> the feeling is is very much the same. And and you know what this will almost be two years in, in January since we started this. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever intended it to, to, to go for this long. I certainly hoped it would, but the, but mm-hmm. I tell you what has, has certainly as well as, you know, cause you and I will chat anyway and talk and hang out and, and go guitar shopping and all of that. That's you know uh, one of the many wonderful things about our friendship. But the fact that we've been, spurred on by the really lovely feedback that we get from our listeners the fact that people are engaging on the guitar geek hangout 
people kind of talk to us about about stuff they like about the show we're getting new listeners joining us all the mm. time saying just found your podcast really enjoying it thanks guys this is great like that's that's wonderful that's so heartwarming to us and you know certainly makes me want to just keep making content for people to listen to and you know just keep doing what we're doing mate the guitar smart sure. podcast and, and all the wonderful listeners that, that tune in that's it for sure I couldn't agree I couldn't agree with you more mate onwards and upwards then indeed so well I will wish you I've speak to you before technically this is this is weeks until but but this will be coming out just before the new year so happy new year to you and happy new year to everyone that's listening downloading and looking forward to 2023 hope all your uh, dreams and wishes and intentions come true for you and uh, thank you again for listening yeah Speak to you soon, Matt. All the best, buddy. I'll see you you when I speak to you next. Cheers, pal. All the best, mate. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening, and once again, have a great new year. If you like what you hear, then remember there are 68 other episodes going back almost two years that you can check out where we talk about things like setting up your guitar, the best budget guitar amps, music theory, and even a Guitar Smarts pub quiz. Go and enjoy them. Anyway, best wishes. See you next time on the Guitar Smarts podcast. Bye-bye.